0: Let's take a look at the board, and the categories are... ...Potent quotables.
1: Joy, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week.
2: So you listen to me, and you listen well.
1: Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show.
2: Well, Hi, everybody! This is the Potent Pictures Podcast. I'm Dave, as always, and this week I'm joined again by uh, Matt and Sean. Peter was unable to join us yet again. Strike two. We give him. Yeah, no. We give him. He gets one more. Then he's out. Right? Is that are we doing this three a three strike rule? No, he gets a three,
0: a three movie ban.
2: Ooh, a three movie ban. So, oh, that put him outside of. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think that might he might miss Thor. He has to show. That's up what next I was gonna week. say.
2: We gotta we gotta push him out for uh, at least through uh, this January, so he misses all the good Christmas movies <laughs> and stuff like that. So, maybe you know, make him make him show up a little bit more. But uh, but yeah. So this week we uh we watched uh, man Tom Cruise's newest flick American Made about a uh, rogue pilot. Now well, we'll call him rogue, working for the CIA and uh, makes a ton of cash. And has a smoking hot wife. So, you know, it was a, it was an interesting flick. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But, uh, and just
0: for for some clarification, David, that's American Made, not to be confused with Made in America, starring Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson. Those can be easily confused. <laughs> so I just want to make sure we're clear on that.
2: One was about paternity and, and one was not. So, yeah.
0: Well, I guess all these movies are about paternity in some way, shape, or form.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, anyway, before we, we get into it and a little bit of movie news, why don't we uh, do what, we're, uh, what we always do is a little watching and what you're drinking. So, uh, Sean, why don't you start us off this
0: week? Well, this week I've uh, been on an airplane a little bit, so uh, gotten the chance to just burn through Stranger Things for the second time since uh, we're now about three weeks out from the release of season two, which I'm pretty excited about just in time for Halloween. So I... Just that's all I really got the chance to watch. I I really enjoy that show. It's so good, and I'm looking forward very much so to the the coming of the second season. But uh, in terms of what I'm drinking right now, uh, I took a little trip down to Nola, so um, got some Abita here tonight, rocking the Abita Strawberry. Which for some, it might be a little out of season because more of a spring beer. But whenever you can uh, stockpile it, it's good good to be enjoyed all year round. So where where did you find strawberry? I found it a couple of weeks ago, somewhere up here, so uh, in uh, Pittsburgh, and then I just bought whatever they had left. It's a little <laughs> uh, scary. It was like, just two k. Can... I mean, it's not the beer doesn't expire in three weeks or three months, so <laughs> uh, it's it's like a year, at least a year. So as long as I drink Fair them, enough. which I am, by uh, by like you know January, I'll be good. So. But uh, yeah, if, uh, I think I might have mentioned this before. But if you haven't had it, it's probably the best strawberry or fruity beer that I've ha- ever had. So, um, big fan. But uh, as are most people who enjoy it.
2: Goes well with uh, and uh, a little Andy Gator, and you get yourself a little. Strawberry Ooh, that straw
0: Gator! They made a. I think they made those in the bombers. That's a, that's another dangerously good beer. If if that I'll is have to find some beer. Um so. but it's a uh, high alcohol and good flavor, so those two things can't uh you can't Very can't lose sneaky there. S- sneaky. sneaky. <laughs> um but yeah, that's all I've really gotten into this week. Uh what about you, Matthew? What are you into?
1: So I guess I caught a little bit more than, than you did uh over the past week. Um I'll run through a couple of T V shows that I just finally got to see uh kind of yesterday and today. I tried the Ghosted Show, which uh stars a couple of our, our favorites and uh craig robertson and um
0: oh, i guess he's not when much that, of my favorite
2: i'm forgetting his name when did that come on it was
0: uh, uh, I think adam sunday scott, night adam scott and adam craig scott robertson. thank you
2: yeah so so how was it good good stuff i was kind of the first and- two
1: scenes kind of setting up the characters i they both had ah. some good lines uh and then it was kind of downhill from there so oh okay uh, uh, so I kind of catch, like orville
0: has that is that not st- st- stood up for you no well, it was funny you know we were talking about it my dad actually uh when i was in new orleans this weekend he goes you ever watch that show orville i was like yeah what did you think he's like i'm not sure what to think about it yet and i was like yeah it's kind of how I, I I feel. I, I, i'll
2: i'll talk because i actually caught up on that um that was what i caught up with on this weekend so i'll uh, i'll talk a little bit about that when we get to it
1: all right I uh, so i uh, saw so i saw so him caught past the first episode so you guys can make me decide whether i want to Continue, which it's sounding like it's it's not, but I, I most likely won't be seeing any more of Ghosted. Um, but you know, we'll see. Who knows? Uh, which is a shame. Love love both those guys. Even if I forget yeah. their name from time to time. Hot up time machine two co stars. Um, <laughs> again, not a, not necessarily a, a, a praise, uh, but uh, I also caught the the next episode of The Good Place for season two. I, I'm really enjoying that show, and there are a I, few I, lines in there where I just. Could not watch that.
0: I did mention. I did. I I didn't mention that, but I did watch that as well. Um, Nice, Matt. It's just the just the one episode's been on so far, right?
1: Uh, The first episode was a two parter, and then they had the that was all on one night, and then they had. Oh, I missed the second episode then. Yeah, last week was the second episode, or really the third episode, depending on how they're numbering it. And then you got another one coming up this week.
0: So I guess I don't know if I watched the first episode or the second episode. Then I can just drop one reference, and you can tell me. Sure. Uh, they go back to the middle, <laughs> or like the. Oh yeah, that,
1: yeah, yeah. That 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 would that would, uh, that would be the second episode.
0: Okay, then I missed the first one. I no wonder I was a little. All right, cool. Oh, that yeah, <laughs> that's too
1: bad because that means the kind of the, the fast paced setup uh, was yeah. was probably not played out very well. Um, yeah, I was kind of
0: like. It was kind of
1: at first. It kind of sets you up like you're worried they're going to keep reusing the same gag, which was the first episode, um, and then they just. You know, turn it into high gear, give you lots of quick, quick one-liners and things like that, kind of a montage, um, and then set you off into the current state. Uh, but, yeah. So you need to go watch the season premiere, which is a two-parter, and everybody yeah, else I needs guess to go watch the whole show. Yeah, I guess yeah, it so
0: downloaded. What, it's downloaded. It's on Netflix for the first season, uh, mm-hmm. if you guys haven't seen it. And then um, being that it's, if you have cable on demand, it's on NBC, so.
2: Okay, NBC and Netflix, all right. Good. Yeah. And then, I was I was intrigued. I've been seeing a lot of previews for the second season, and yeah. it's... The previews are starting to grow on me, so
1: it's I a good, guess, it's I funny. It's gonna the the first don't, even more, is... don't even worry about the previews; just listen to Sean and mine's recommendation.
0: Yeah, it's pretty uh, good. I mean, it's the first season's very. I think is very good. I was caught. I was hooked quickly.
1: Yeah, I was. I was very pleasantly surprised, and I, you know, it looks like it's it's a third thirteen episode season. I think we talked about it uh, yeah. episode or two ago, and it yep. looks like this one's going to be a thirteen episode season again. So it's it's certainly not going to take up uh, too much of your your viewing time and and so far i haven't wasted a, a minute of it so or you know felt like i've wasted a minute of it so but beyond uh, that, those tv shows um, i did you know i knew i knew that we were planning on seeing american made this week but i knew the new flatliners was coming out and i decided i should probably see the original flatliners since i never did see it um, oh god it is a 90s movie it's about not really much else to say about it um, I think if you need to get a 90s Kiefer Sutherland movie and I'd recommend Lost Boys over this. Um without a doubt. But uh yeah, it is what it is. I can see why it, it's it's kind of stands out. Uh you know, if you were on the in the right age um when that co- you know came out in the 90s probably would have been, you know. Probably been something that st- st- stood out for the nostalgia. Uh, but I can't really say it's a, it's a must <laughs> a must watch that you need to go see it and based on what we'll probably talk about here in a little bit based off the uh the 0% that we we saw for the new flatliners um you may you may not be seeing any flatliners anytime soon um and in terms of a kind of a slightly more recent movie but not quite I watched the 6th day with uh, Michael Rapaport who I'm dropping his name before Arnold Schwarzenegger for some reason. Oh man. Um
0: <laughs> Michael Rapaport
2: Hell yes,
1: yeah. Just uh, you know, Robert Duvall in there as well. Um, Yeah, typical Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. This was two thousand and two, so it's definitely dated. But if you want to see some some generic action with with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I I think it's I think it's okay fun. Uh, Nothing that two
2: uh, Arnold Schwarzeneggers at points.
1: Some you're right. It's almost like the uh, it's almost a multiplicity. uh, Michael Keaton, (laughs) but uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, take on it.
0: It's also funny because uh, you can't forget that it's actually not to, just with Arnold, it's your boy Ma- Michael Rappaport as well. <laughs> very important, very important. Yeah. anyway, sorry, two, t- two cents for you. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm.
1: not, not much not much to, to say on that one, but I, I, I enjoyed having it on. Um, kind of the biggest thing I watched. I uh, haven't seen this one in quite a while, and I've been looking forward to it is uh, Reservoir dogs, uh, you know, obviously Quentin Tarantino. Um, just a great movie. I, I'm sure, uh, of course, you guys, you guys have both seen it, I'd imagine, as, as people. Yes.
0: The misters.
1: Yes, I have. All right. All right. Um, really good movie. You know, there's, there's no, you know, you can't really overhype it. And if, uh, I'm sure you've heard of it and seen it by now. If you haven't, it's worth checking out, especially if you're a Tarantino fan. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not really breaking any new ground here, but I just have to call out that the opening scene at the cafe is just phenomenally well done. I I love it. Every time I see it, it's just such great dialogue um, between the characters and just such believable dialogue. I I felt like such natural uh, delivery and everything about it. It just, it always gets me stoked to watch the movie. So it, it, it had been a while since I'd seen it and really happy to finally be able to sit down and
2: enjoy it. You know, I always enjoy uh, his movies just for the, the dialogue a lot of the times. I, and I think that's a lot of people enjoy. You know, it's not a very action-packed type movie. That one, you know, not action-packed but very interesting in terms of that. But, like, all of his dialogue in all of his movies has always been entertaining for me. I don't know why. He just – he writes He, he – let's put it this way. He's not a um, – I'm blanking on a freaking name right now. Terrible, terrible director and writer. Star Wars. I'm blanking right now. George Lucas, thank you. <laughs> whose dialogue is horrible so you know quentin tarantino always now no, people don't get sure we're being pretty divisive apples. here so <laughs> don't
1: be too upset that we're saying that george lucas is a terrible writer of dialogue and quentin tarantino is a pretty damn good one so you know don't don't don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, those don't are be like too upset with polar us
0: opposite comparisons too <laughs> and and eh. pretty
1: and pretty you know Pretty well agreed upon in uh, in the world, but it it, can't, it doesn't it doesn't hurt saying because it's it's definitely true. Um, and as you said, this one's not much of an action movie. There's still plenty of blood. You know, Tarantino yeah. always gets his blood in there, and you know, fun cast. Uh, even Tarantino's in there a little bit more than you see him in most of his movies, especially as of late. So, if you haven't seen that one in a while, uh, it's definitely worth seeing again, or for the first time. So, it's about it uh in terms of uh rewatching another or sorry, in terms of uh another thing that I'm revisiting uh, i'm having another Sierra nevada today uh I'm at uh, home and not traveling which I'm never too inventive when I'm traveling anyway but had Sierra Nevada <laughs> in the fridge and, and decided to stick with it so really you didn't complain. want to go to you didn't want to go to whiskey or some type of bourbon uh I figured i whiskey's always my go to when i'm uh when I'm <laughs> traveling since the hotels always have it so I, I thought i would i would uh
2: make use of the beer in the fridge today fair enough yeah yeah what about you dave so uh, i actually did a lot of watching this week i finally had like some some free time to catch up on some watching and uh so one of the big things and i'll get to, the orville was one of them but I'll, I'll talk about that one last but the the first one that i started watching was a uh, chef's table um i don't know if you've heard of this on netflix
0: i, I, I
1: have not not at all
2: okay so basically, my, my girlfriend made me watch this show, and then as you were watching it, it gets real interesting. So basically, what it is is it details. it wait, wait,
1: a, wait. It gets interesting as you watch it?
2: Yes, because I had no desire to watch this until they start showing the food oh, and like okay. all this stuff. I'm like, I don't really want to watch another cooking show. And she's like, it's not a cooking TV show. And I'm like, you make me watch a lot of these shows that are like the the competition ones what is it like chopped and all that stuff certain ones i'm okay with but most of them i'm like okay let's just let me i'll just watch it for a little bit so this is actually like a documentary about each episode the documentary about a um a famous uh chef and they go through like their thought processes and like how they came up with their unique things and the last one she made me watch was uh there was this restaurant in uh, chicago uh Helene a- or something like that and it's like 17 courses and it's like all that weird like all that weird sci-fi looking like food where he actually does like art for each one of them it's interesting like one of the one of the big ones that he does is a balloon that you can eat so basically they make some type of sugar balloon inflate it with helium and they bring it out to the table and you can eat it at the table right there so just weird stuff like that it's kind of interesting um on how it is like it looks really good um, don't look up the restaurants, um, when you're sitting there to see if you could ever get a reservation or how much it costs the plate, because that place, uh, as it is a top 25 is, and 17 courses is 250 per person. I almost crapped my pants when I, I heard that because, fuck, that's too much money. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to go on record and say that's too much money for a, per person on a dinner experience. And that's just, that's not even including alcohol, just FYI. Because some of us, have, we have we have all done that, where we spent two hundred fifty bucks. That's usually like three bottles of wine and whatnot. So um, that's that was one thing. Uh, the other thing I caught up on was American Horror Story, and I know I've been kind of talking about this uh, over the course of the past few weeks. Um, but the most re- last two episodes have actually really pulled me in. Um, it's starting to bring everything together now. So um, really, really intrigued now to see where this uh, this season goes. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Um, interesting. <laughs> Interesting concept on how this is all working. So I don't know if I've said this, I probably have in the past, but how it's kind of tying in Donald Trump and um the election night and everything like that going forth. I think I've I think I've explained it to y'all and as is tradition, y'all don't really care what I'm talking about. So we'll keep we'll continue. I, I definitely <laughs> I definitely know that part. I, I can't say that you, you've mentioned much about the what's going on in the show. So basically up to like the last like two episodes I'm like, I don't even understand. All I know is I wanted to like I was hoping for one of the characters to get murdered because she was annoying the hell out of me.
1: Oh, I do and, love that. Oh, man. And speaking of The what? Walking Dead.
2: Oh, <laughs> there's a character in there who I could not
1: wait to die. Okay, who? anyways, go go Wait, on. No, who Wait, who who real quick? Oh, uh, I forgot her name. Uh, I think she had a sister, the blonde girl.
2: Oh, she died, man. I know. No, it just you, took a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She died. Okay. So, you got that thing, but I'm I'm still waiting for this one particular character to die because I really just despise her and i think they're making you want to despise her because she's just so neurotic and it's just it's bad but like the way it's developing about how this guy is developing his own cult and stuff like that it's it's starting to get real interesting so um it, it's got it's got me pulled in it sadly it took four episodes but um if y'all ever enjoy um like a weird type of show where it's kind of bringing you in with a plot line that's kind of really intricate and whatnot Take a look at it. Um, unless you have fear of clowns. So if it was not your thing, do not watch American Horror uh, Story uh, Cult. It's very clown heavy. Now, I've, so, I've got to
1: ask, Dave, uh, since it wasn't all that terrifying, I feel like American Harris Horror Story, just based off of the trailers I've seen, is likely uh, to be a little creepier than the movie It.
2: So it, it's not, though. It's just okay. it, it's surprisingly, I mean, so far. I mean, I'm now mind you. You've 14. seen the They're other seasons,
1: 14. though, right? I guess I'm thinking more. Yeah, of-
2: so. Like the last one, so this is not really more of a poppy out like supernatural season so far. Um, it's very, um, it's more just kind of creepy and psychotic in a way. I All think right. more sadistic. So um, yeah, no, no, like like for me the the supernatural aspect of the things were more of the creepier things. Very little pop up stuff, you know. It's but like creepy looking crimes. That's about it. And they just cause a bunch of murders. But stuff, the so the just... what about the other seasons? Um, I've only seen like two other seasons. Oh, and, okay. I thought you were yeah. So like, I'm no, 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 season one. One. I, okay, okay. no, 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 no. Like some of them I've heard. That's what I've I've read into them because I was more curious about how they were. And like some of them are just creepier than others, and some are like pop out scary, and it just kind of depends on which uh which way they go. So the so it
1: sounds like you can. I knew that. I know it's an anthology series, but it it sounds like you can you can easily watch them without seeing them all. Yes,
2: yes, okay. you can jump in from different seasons. Then they'll do like little um. So like certain seasons are tied together, but it's like loosely. Like they'll have like names of characters and stuff like that that'll get kind of thrown in there, and things like that. But it's not like tied directly to that to the plot line of the season. Okay. If that makes any sense? So it's like little nods here and there that you can listen to. Is it so, like it's
1: like, cool. like
0: Fargo kind of like where I, it's... I,
1: th- I think we're on. We're you and I have seen Fargo.
2: I don't think Dave has. I no. haven't. Oh, Dave, have Dave,
0: you got to get on that. That's what you should be watching. Uh, no. Well, I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna do the Good Place. Uh, I'm gonna get that knocked out, then I'll I'll swing into that. And,
0: and I will
1: say, though Fargo could be independent, I think it's definitely worthwhile watching them all.
0: All together, you know, exactly. The, yep.
1: In the in the proper order, I think the nods are pretty. I think they're pretty well worth it. And I, I, you know, since the the continuity is technically there, <laughs> I, I think it helps. I don't know if American yeah. Horror Story has that beyond just the nods and kind of it's, general.
2: Okay, it's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So especially because yeah, they
1: use the cast versus Fargo, where they.
2: Don't. So that's the interesting part is that they reused the cast so it's kind of cool seeing these these same exact cast members in different roles and yeah. then hearing like the little nods to previous like iterations of like characters that they didn't play. So that was kind of an interesting it, it's it's a weird it's interesting. I'll I'll say that. They they're pretty clever on it. Um how yeah, they pulled me true. in on the yeah. So how they I was literally going to give up on the season until I caught up this weekend and I was like, "Okay, now they pulled me in. Now I'm intrigued." So it took them a little while, but they, they finally came around. But I will say this also, and y'all were kind of throwing some uh, some shade at the Orville. We actually watched this weekend, and I I really enjoyed it. I actually thought it was stupid enough and Galaxy Quest enough for me to sit through like an hour or so a week to watch it. That was my opinion. Now I've caught up. I'm, I'm
0: glad to hear that. I don't I don't know where you're throwing any shade. No, I'm not. I'm just not sold on it. I'm not like I don't I'm not, I don't hate it Dave. I don't I'm just not sold 100% on it yet. So how many have you how, how many episodes have you watched? I've watched 2.
1: And I've and I've only seen the one. And I'm still planning on watching more. I just haven't gotten to it. I know I Watch will be him. watching
2: it over ghosted. Yeah. So I mean it gives you it's got a couple scenes here and there where you get a good chuckle cuz you're like because, like, the thing – I think the the biggest draw for me, and I think that's what they were definitely going for because they said, like, you know, the future, even all relationships are basically the same or something like that is one of their taglines. You're sitting there watching it and you're like, this is the kind of shit that we say at work while we're doing our job. So, you know, you're – cut co- that guys are commenting on crap or, like, just talking shit and, you know, stirring crap with the other people just because they can. You know, just it's shit like that. So I, that's why I think it's kind of funny and they do little one-liners here and there on stuff, so – no, it it, it 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 was better. I had low expectations, and I'm intrigued to continue watching it. So they they sold me. Still have yet to watch Star Trek, though. Um, I'm still against paying 5.99 a month to watch this show. So at least preview it. Well, I guess uh, in terms of what I'm drinking, uh, with it now being October, yeah, I can officially start drinking the Oktoberfest beers. Oh, so, you did
0: it all wrong. Oh, October man. Fest beers are to be drink drank in September, and you drink the pumpkin beers and the fall beers in October. So I was looking for some. What do you drink in pumpkins? November then if you're drinking pumpkin in October? Oh, it's just Christmas beers. Come on now. Wow. Oh. All the ginger
2: beers, basically. Yeah. But, uh, so, but, like, so the thing is, for, is, I was actually, not for I was actually, hair actually Sean. <laughs> yes. Well, we you don't drink ginger. That would just be, <laughs> that's, that's cannibalism. But, uh,. What's but no, so I've been out. So Sean, just in your honor, I I was looking for the pumpkin spice ones because uh, the amount of shit honor, I give you all, Sean for, Cruz. Well, both of y'all and <laughs> yeah. John. So well, uh, I was looking for those to kind of talk about that. Could not find any at uh at the grocery store, so I was very a really? uh, little little concerned. Yeah, I didn't I did not find any, and, not, but I did stumble upon my... a little Oktoberfest by St. Arnold. So always a good one. Um, I actually
0: had that this weekend too, Dave. It's, not, it's, it wasn't
2: it's bad. no, it's good. Um, I was surprised. It's uh, very ambery. So I'm uh I'm it's right in my it's right up my alley. So uh, if you get a chance, get a little St. Arnold's Oktoberfest. I mean it's basically the same uh recipe every year, so it's uh still a good standard. Uh, next week I'm gonna probably try and see if I can find some uh some pumpkin spice stuff to do a little special on that. So we'll see. I'm not a big fan of pumpkin spice, but you know. We have some basic listeners out there, so maybe we'll do a little little <laughs> shout out for them.
0: Hashtag basic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Well, I did tell you, well, Sean, you got the picture of our uh, our pumpkin spice latte donut that we, uh, or did you by any chance get that stuff at the district donuts when
0: you were in town? No, I didn't get that one. I got the uh, buttermilk drop, went with that that guy. Very,
2: uh, very good. So, uh, so there is a donut shop in New Orleans, which is, I think it's voted uh, the top donut shop in the U.S. supposedly, which kind of blew my mind um but they have a I'm
0: gonna call bullshit on that but whatever Go but ahead. yeah
2: somebody well it's I, I, somebody sent it out to us I don't know it was right somewhere I was I called bullshit as well just because I thought it was you know so so um more fan of a tasty donut a little shout out right there but I, we got the uh, pumpkin spiced uh latte donut at this place and uh just to try it surprisingly not not terrible uh not a little more cinnamon cinnamony than I uh than pumpkiny, but you know it's still pretty good but uh that's enough free advertisement for them, but you know, I still think it's bullshit on the top number 1, but anyway. All righty. Well, uh I think we got a little time for uh, some news this week. So, uh Matt, you want to start us off with a little, little little news out there. What's going on in the uh the movie world for sure, us? Sure,
1: yeah. So, so one of the more recent uh, items is something that hasn't, you know, hasn't avoided being in the news for quite some time now. And uh, this is basically DC and Warner Brothers' stance or plans for their their kind of extended universe. And a lot of what we typically talk about is what we're expecting and how we're ex- our expectations have changed since the uh, the you know the success and an enjoyable film that was Wonder Woman. Uh, so we're waiting to see uh, what you know how Justice League does. But before we even get a chance to do so, um, DC Warner Brothers they're now saying that they're basically planning on dropping their extended universe um so this of course does kind of call into question uh whether joss whedon's you know was able to kind of write this ship that is justice league or that their overall cinematic universe and put them in a, a you know strong direction uh but uh yeah what, what do you guys what do you guys kind of think on on that kind of little bit of uh new uh, news coming out of uh, warner brothers
2: uh it's a little overdue, but I was—I'm a little surprised they did it before Justice League, like like you were mentioning, um, just because of how they've been hyping it up a lot, um, especially with the success of Wonder Woman. So um, I'm kind of with you on this. I'm kind of really curious to maybe think that Justice League is not as you know as good as they keep you know they're touting it to be. We're all gonna, obviously we're going to go see it, but it's a little shaky. I'm surprised this actually like this came out as news. Um, as opposed to just waiting to see what the Justice League did and if it had poor uh, uh, box office uh, numbers, then bring this forth. I think it's
0: one of two things. It's either they know it sucks and they're trying to just do damage control now, or they think it's going to be really good and they just want to shut it down before they can produce shittier other movies. Um, But yeah, I'm more of the, along the lines of I'm concerned that they're releasing this now, meaning that they think they have a shitty film on their hands. Either that or they just don't think they have... The setup that they want for something that's as big as this. Like, I feel like this is one of those things that's going to be redone in five years. Like, they'll just be, all right, let's go back to the drawing board with the Justice League concept. But I'm not, needless to say, I'm not excited to see this news come out this, you know, this close to the release of Justice League.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. DC has just, their films have just not trans. I mean, we've talked about it multiple times on this podcast. Like, it's just. They did not have the 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 allure that the, the Marvel did. So you know, Marvel took it and they they weren't swinging, and they came out you know perfectly good on this one. But um, I don't know. I'm just. I mean, is it is it wavering your desire to go see Justice League at any point in this now? Like are y'all uh, still gonna? Are y'all still feeling like it's gonna? I mean, I'm still it gonna, gonna see it, My
1: expectations are going to be lower than they were, but you know, I think we've all kind of talked about this too. Where even even for Batman v Superman, it, it wasn't as bad as it is. It kind of the reviews make it seem, and and even on a second viewing, uh, I'm sure I'll watch it again. You know, it, it was perfectly entertaining. There are some aspects that certainly uh, should have been better, um, but it was a perfectly fine film. Um, so I'm going to, I'll see this, but I'm going to, even, even with my, my expectations kind of tempered um, with Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad, they were kind of heightened with Wonder Woman. So this news kind of just puts me down to before the, the excitement that, that Wonder Woman kind of brought.
2: So you all, let me ask this question. Are y'all upset that they're, they're canceling this whole um, extended universe?
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of concerned because they have like a whole lineup of movies That are set to come out, so I don't know if they're gonna, like, I'm kind of excited to see the Flash movie. So I would hate to see them not, you know, just scrap that all together. Well, yeah, you know, know, but
2: I mean, is it? But like to me, it's, you know, so like I mean, if you look at it, like Marvel, basically, whenever Marvel puts out a movie, you rarely hear any any negative feedback too much on it, right? I mean, it's a lot of positive feedback on it. They they can do it, and then you know, as soon as DC puts out. Uh, of any type of film it just gets mur- mutilated you know what i mean and it's it's just like the the, the complete lack of um enthusiasm from the fans just it, it's to me it needs to be it it, it should be put down like it's it's an old you know it's a it's a horse that's got its you know its knees are bad you just put that sucker down at this point. Don't don't keep riding it out and making it worse. I, you're not going to win it. You're not you're not winning. You're not going to win the triple crown in this situation. Just you, you say that, you know. but
1: they they did a great job with Wonder Woman. It is it is breaking records.
2: but again, out of how many films? I mean, really, series? there's
1: there's only been four films. Two are definitely good in my mind. One's obviously excellent. Uh, one gets worse credit than it deserves, and one wasn't good, but that's not terrible.
0: Are you talking about the Superman Returns? Superman Returns
1: no, was she, terrible, but that's not part no, of it. No, man, he's talking about Man of Steel. Man of oh Steel. yeah,
0: Man of Steel. Sorry, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry to get those confused, but yeah, I'm I'm with you, Matt. That's a I thought that movie get gets a little bit of a bad rap. I thought actually, so the funny
2: thing is, like Man of Steel, I actually enjoyed up until the very end of that movie. I I actually, and a lot of people gave it the the fact that it was a darker Superman type thing. I actually enjoyed the fact that he was kind of like building up to be this, you know, the Superman. So. I don't know. That that was my opinion on that one. I didn't really follow what that opinion was.
1: What didn't you like about it? At the, you said at the end you didn't like it. Was it just I, the city I, destruction porn or him killing Zod? I Because, I, I mean, the, him killing Zod was the, the dark side, but you said you liked the dark side, so.
2: So, yeah, no. One of the, you know, the big the big thing that everybody was all against was the fact that, you know, Superman took a dark turn and killed Zod, right? Um, that was everybody's big stink because, you know, Superman's supposed to be, you know, uh, what was it, freedom, not freedom spirit in the American way, what is it, uh, Whatever his tagline is, he's supposed to be the Boy Scout, right? Never kill anybody, just you know, beat him up. I think Doom, even Doom, his uh, or Doomsday, his his worst enemy, he ended up like I think didn't even kill in the in the latter half of it, but in the comic books. Um, but like it, it's that's the part that didn't bother me. It was more of just the the utter destruction of the city and like how how many people it ended up killing, and just like they really don't address it too much in any of the films. And it just, it bothered me in that aspect because he probably killed probably hundreds of thousands of people in that film. I mean, and the fact that everybody's upset about Zod being killed because he, it was literally his only decision. I mean, it was the only choice he could make in that situation because he was going to keep coming and going. So that part didn't bother me. It was the, it was the uh, innocent bystanders that were basically completely slaughtered in this film. So, I don't know, it just didn't that didn't resonate yeah. with me for some I, reason. I no,
1: I think that's a fair point and and they they definitely did hear people complain about that. It I think the kind of the fanboys and the people that were worried about uh you know adhering to the 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 vision that it is Superman were upset yeah. about the Zod thing, but m- most people it was it was a laughing point of how much kind of like city po- city destruction porn was there. Um, yeah. You know, kind of that kind of thing, and definitely agree. I think, I think even I remember watching it the first time. I was like, "This is going on for a little too long." I didn't really care about yeah. the necessarily how many people were dying. Not to say I don't want, you know, not to say I'm okay with it, but it was just the duration of how long it was going on. I was like, "This, this should have been a little quicker." One that would have toned down the destruction overall and yeah. and kind of made everything a little quicker. But they definitely tried to address that in Batman v Superman. One, there's I think a few news references to it. And yeah. uh, obviously, it started off with perfect shot for shot perspectives uh, from a different point of view, but uh, they, they, that's part of why they, you know, the the fight in Batman v Superman was an abandoned area, uh, an abandoned area. So they they tried to address it, but yeah, that that definitely and was he, kind and of. He, a, he
2: learned from his uh, Batman learned from um, Superman's mistakes, and Superman learned from his mistakes as well. So that's good.
1: Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, so that's, I think I think we're all kind that. of not super thrilled about this movie because I think we all said this before where or th- this news, um, I think we all said this before where we're kind of, you know, even though it ha- they haven't had a, a perfect slate, um, we're looking forward to the idea of them kind of turning over a, or, you know, trending towards the positive side. So still a little hopeful, but it might just mean that we're going to get a Flash movie that's completely disconnected and they don't have to worry about uh, uh, co uh, cohesiveness or or consistency, or continuity, or it could just mean they're going to drop everything. I'm not. I'm not exactly sad they're dropping the cyborg movie, um, but I think we, <laughs> we we heard about that before anyway. So yeah. So
0: nobody yeah, even right. asked for that cyborg movie. <laughs> so I think we're all okay and on the same yeah. page with that. Um, Matt, I just got to ask the one thing. So you know, we always talk about how bad Batman vs Superman is. Yet so many people saw that movie. I feel as if like. If I were Warner Brothers, I'd keep making movies like that, like this, because they're still going to make money, right? Or is the budget just so high that they, they're not going to make the money? I I just... That's a that's a tough one.
1: I think it's a little bit of both. And I think they're worried that their their uh, the kind of faith that fans had in them is, is waning. So, yeah. you know, you have people that maybe don't go see a lot of movies, but they, they love Batman and or Superman. And of course, they're going to go see a movie with them if you burn if you burn their their expectations too many times you're not going to have you know, a fan base yeah you know fool me once fool me twice kind of a thing so we'll see and there it might it, you know to that to your question that might mean that this is going to be the fool me twice movie and nobody will see a third so
0: yeah true so we'll see sounds good mm-hmm. fair enough yep
2: Alrighty. well what else you got for us matt
1: so another franchise news, um, I, think, I think this isn't necessarily brand new news, um, but uh, we're getting a diehard year one. Um, I think this was kind of tweeted a year or two ago, uh, not, to, not with much detail, so it wasn't much to get excited about. Um, but uh, we now know that uh, Bruce Willis is at least rumored to return or is, is very likely to return in some sort of capacity, most likely a, a small before after scene in the movie which is essentially going to be a kind of a young John McClane, uh, you know, a cop in New York, um, rookie year potentially, uh, as indicated by year one. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't really know what my thoughts are on this. Just just for a little bit more background, Len Wiseman, uh, who's kind of the co-cre- co-creator of Underworld, the Underworld series with Kate Beckinsale, uh, he'd be directing this. Um, you know, and if he gets Kate Beckinsale in it, I'm I'm definitely going to be more than more than excited to go see it. But uh what what are your guys' <laughs> thoughts here?
2: Well, I mean, any movie with Bruce Willis and any rumor of Kate Beckinsale in it, I'm obviously going to go see this.
1: I am not starting that rumor by the way. That was a request.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I, mean, I honestly on. I honestly am of the the thought that I'll probably see it. And oh, Wait, wait, wait. Probably see it? Oh, no I no mean, i most definitely uh it just it just I, I sean mean, how I'm many majority.
2: sean how often do you watch the die hard films
0: it's you know at least christmas time i do which yeah. uh at least once a year i uh i have the the first four on d v on blu ray so um i at least watch those i i don't necessarily know how to find the it's a fifth christmas one, tradition. And that's probably a good thing yeah so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, the the when that first when the fourth one came out and they did the mega pack with all four, eyes uh, in Blu-ray. I just I was like, absolutely yes, buy. It. You know so, what? I think
1: I have that same one, and I yeah, was very happy with that purchase.
0: That is one of those one. It was a hundred dollars, I think, but I was like, oh, I don't sh- care. I, okay, then I'm I'm
1: glad I waited for. I it, I usually it, don't have the willpower to wait, but this time I did, and I was pretty
0: excited. It, that was one of those ones I bought when it first came out, Matt. And it's like Blu-rays were all twenty bucks a pop anyway or like twenty twenty. Yeah, so you're a still pop. saving money, yeah. yeah. So anyway. But yeah, I was a big fan. And uh as a matter of fact, I might actually have to watch one of those coming up. Uh we're getting close enough to Christmas, so we
2: are getting close to Christmas. <laughs> you true. might have to do your little marathon. Yeah. yeah. Not, all wrong all with three that. at
0: least. or no, the first two are definitely Christmas worthy. The third and fourth are not necessarily I mean, well, I once you, once you start time. you can't stop. Yeah. So you got to exactly yeah. <laughs>
2: Are they like Pringles? Like Pringles, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, Die Hard. You know Bruce Willis and any—I mean—and you know it's kind of funny you bring up Bruce Willis. Uh, I know we we're talking—we were talking about earlier. Um, oh God, I'm blanking on the movie. Uh, uh, Death Wish. Um, I know we've kind of talked about it in the past, but I'm getting kind of excited about it just seeing the previews um, in these films we've been going to see recently. What do y'all? What is y'all's opinion on that? I mean, obviously, Sean, you're going to go see it because it has Bruce Willis in it.
0: Well, the some of the, the the remake of the Charles Bronson classic. Yes, it's always tough to touch like movies that are like um, synonymous so I've actually with never, one person.
2: I've, I've actually never seen it, and I'm going to watch it uh, probably sometime this week just to to get, to 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 revisit it. And I feel like I, I mean, it's Bruce Willis going around shooting people. Is there really a is it hard sell on anybody?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely be seeing it. I don't think I saw the original, um, or if I did, I was I was too young to to, to remember it. Um, but definitely, you know, looking forward to it. I wasn't super when I heard about it. I wasn't super amped just because it wasn't a Same property here. that I'm too you know familiar with. Aside from you know like Godfather enjoying it when it was my Godfather enjoying it when it was you know when it was on. Um, but the trailers have actually got me pretty excited. And I know I yeah. complain about trailers a lot, but uh, th- this one's definitely, um, you know, got, got me pretty stoked for it. So I'm looking forward to yeah. it. looks like a, g- a good fun, um, and, and we'll see. Though I do want to call out that I saw the trailer for that, and then started hearing the announcement for the ne- the Netflix uh, Death Note series, or short, or <laughs> miniseries, or whatever, and oh. the reviews of that were terrible. So I was getting a lot of mixed messages and confusions at the same time, despite the fact the titles are different, they were close enough, and I vaguely know the existence of both properties i was very confused it's what i was supposed to be expect was um,
2: death note that that uh it was like a japanese uh, i believe so yeah the remake or something like yeah. that okay yeah.
1: yeah and so based based on the reviews i'm not a, i'm not going to go find more about it but uh <laughs> obviously death wish i'm I'm still looking forward to so if you're if you're, if you're as uh, attentive to details as i am and you were confused you've still got hope for death wish
2: Attended to details. (laughs) It's a lack thereof. Yeah, yeah, a a lack a lack thereof. Yeah, sarcasm, sarcasm, people. I I was holding my sign. (laughs) Fair enough.
0: Alrighty. So what's up next? So I saw the trailer came out this week, and I don't know. I know we saw American Assassin. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen any of the Maze Runner movies, which I tend to. In, somewhat enjoy all of these movies <clears throat> so when you
2: say all of these movies are you mean adult uh fictions that are now made into adult uh, to young movies? adult like young i like I, I liked YAs. i liked, Hung-
0: I liked hunger games i thought they were really entertaining i I you know i liked uh at least i like the first two Hunger Game movies um, good good
1: good catch good catch yeah, i appreciate that
0: I, yeah the third one was kind <laughs> of a did they make four or it was the three? it was the third, third they, it was the they, third part well, one and two that were yeah they did okay they did that um, but yeah like so I like the idea of those movies um and I, I haven't watched the Divergent series but I know that that's another one of those ones that's similar to this um, and I, but I've been into this I, I've watched remember seeing the first one in theaters and not really know when it was but I was intrigued enough to go and then the sequel is good. So I I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this third one. So I just saw the trailer was released. I know there's been a lot of a lot behind this one with a lot of injuries uh on the set and a lot of uh, other issues with with filming. So um it's finally looks like it's finally being released in January. So, have you are you guys have you guys seen any of the Death uh, or the Maze Runner movies?
1: I, I was actually really surprised how much I enjoyed the first one. Not not cuz I'm like you I did I I tend to enjoy those as well. I did see the first uh, Divergent and enjoyed it. I, I didn't finish out the series, but um, same I, I sorry, I, I wasn't this, I guess I wasn't surprised that I enjoyed it, but I was glad to see it and I I enjoyed it enough though I still haven't watched the second. So, I'm, I'll probably maybe give the first one a rewatch and then, and then see the second before this comes out. Uh, though, as you mentioned, the injuries, I was really happy to see um, the, the lead from this in American assassin, just cause I wasn't, you know, for a while, the extent of his injuries were, were pretty concerning for a lot of people. So it's, it's nice to see him able to not only finish this movie and then get this made and released, but for him to be continuing on with other films.
2: I actually have only seen pieces and parts of it, so I really can't talk much on it. Um, From what I saw, I was only slightly intrigued. I was more intrigued by the fact that um, I think at the time, like, Game of Thrones was on, and one of the characters on Maze Runner. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's it's a good stuff, man. Come on. You got to get with the flow and just watch it. Yeah, I know. Everybody says that. Um, But, like, one of the characters in that was, was on there, so... Um, that's really all I really had in that one. I, I I really didn't catch into it. You know, I've seen... What, uh, I've seen what the character was
1: in it? I, I don't remember.
2: It was the... Oh God, it was the kid that came in. It was wasn't it? Hot Pie, was it? No. <laughs> that poor kid. No, man, he runs a bakery now. Come on. That's right. That's right. Um, no, shoot, it was the... Oh, it, yeah, so it's the, actually the Jojin, same kid. It's Jojin the same kid, Jojen you know. Reed.
1: It's the same yeah. kid that I was going to bring up, which is the Love Actually kid. So...
2: The Love... Ah, that, great, thank you. And, of course, we come back to Love Actually as is tradition. It's, sick, it's cyclical. <laughs> Somehow, we always come back to it. Everybody's been in it, um, but yeah, no, really, just I, I, I watch them every once in a while, but I'm never out going out and go run and go see them when they first come out because, you know, Divergent or was that the correct was that the first one? Yeah, of that that thing, I saw it slightly intriguing, nothing nothing too great. It was like you know on TV, and I started watching it. Second one, I think I'm actually maybe 20 minutes of it, and just. I just can't get into them for some reason. Don't know really why. You would think I would, considering they do like the first episodes or the first movies are always like the origin stories. I just, I don't know. Just can't do it. Like the Harry Potter movies, I probably have seen like the first like three or four of them, and then I was done. I just couldn't couldn't keep going. I don't know why. Me and young adult apparently aren't the thing. Except that I'm reading the the I Harry was, Potter uh, books. I still. was just gonna say, so are you li- are you allowed to say <laughs> that if you're actually reading the books right now? Uh, I've deferred it for a little while. I got kind of bored after about you know, the fourth book. Everybody keeps telling me i got to finish that one because apparently that's the best one, but I moved on. I just can't spend any more time doing it. So It, it seems to be about three or four is about my limit. So Well, I'll yeah, tell you what.
0: This, uh, with Maze Runner versus um, Hunger Games, I will say I'm much more of a fan of um, Patricia Clarkson over Julianne Moore just in, in those roles, I should say. Just FYI, they're they're kind of playing the same part in each movie, if you haven't seen it. it, I couldn't even remember. I was trying to think of who who was in which which movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I recall now, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say that's a fair call.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ow. Nice, okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's all I really had on that. I just wanted to kind of see what you guys thought about the upcoming uh, movie with the trailer being released finally with all the series. Um, But Matt, what, what else do we have in terms of the box office this week?
1: No, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up because I I I didn't realize the trailer was out. So I'm definitely going to go uh, go check it after we're done here. Um so box office not not much of a surprise though to to much to my dismay. Kingsman kind of held on to the lead this this uh this week. Um, so they still beat out uh the the newcomers of uh, American Made and and Flatliners. Um just just concerns me that the word of mouth was strong enough for uh for Kingsman to keep going, but uh uh, American Maine still did okay with with eighty one million. I'm not sure uh, that's global, so I'm not sure really what they're shooting for. But you know, decent enough. I don't think the budget was too too high. Uh, then followed up by it bring, bringing in the third uh, third place for the weekend. So that's still you know doing strong and obviously setting records. Um, I am surprised it has this much staying power, um, but I guess that one is definitely something where word of mouth. Where if you're not seeing a lot of yeah. movies, but you have enough friends telling you to go see it you do go and see it. So I, I get it. Um, I don't, I enjoyed it, but I, it's not something that I'm telling everybody to go rush out and see. So, but you know, it, again, I, I can see it. It's such a, almost a cultural phenomenon at this point. That's probably an exaggerated shouldn't have overstated, but if all your friends are seeing it and talking about it, you might as well go see the kid from stranger things, drop F bombs before you have to watch him, <laughs> watch his mouth in in the next season. So, I, I kind of get it.
2: I, I hope they let him do at least one of them in the, in the Netflix show. I think it'd be let him slip one in.
1: I, I, I um, I think it would be disappointed with that hope with that uh, <laughs> with with Netflix.
2: Um, I think the rating that they usually go for for it, but yeah, it no, be. they won't they won't allow it. But uh-huh. I think it would be kind of it'd kind of be funny if they they kind of like did a give us some bloopers. Like, That's one thing Netflix well, never does. Well, no, the one you could do like the thing where he'd be like, what the. And then cut the and then cut the the, the thing so that you kind of get that cool. little tease, but I think that might be an appropriate. I think
1: I think they might be able to serve that. That'd be a good call. Yeah. But uh, so and then we have uh, rounding out. I have no idea what place this was in, but uh, rounding out somewhere near the nowhere worth mentioning is uh, Flatliners with uh, six point seven million, um, and uh, as we referenced earlier, zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So. That is insane. They they apparently made a, a kind of a movie that kind of is only referenced from the 90s as kind of from a nostalgia standpoint into a, a worse movie somehow. So um, I don't think anybody was pining for, for a remake. The, the original trailer actually that I saw for it for the new one did have me a little more intrigued than I expected. Uh, but I am pretty glad I'm, I'm not seeing it. So we'll I, see.
2: I, I mean, where at what point did they think this was going to be a good idea to like – to, to remake this movie that was the part that I never understood is that there who's who's coming up with these in the studios and who's selling this idea of like hey this random '90s movie that happened to come out that some people may have enjoyed a little bit
0: let's make a remake of it
2: oh it sounds like a it great might have idea had a,
0: like the cult following thing sometimes is underrated when it comes to these things because people will just email these guys like these studio heads and these you know showrunners and people for so long that finally they're like. Hey, I keep getting hundreds of emails and thousands of emails from people about this movie Flatliners. Let's take a look at doing a remake of that. And people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got a built-in audience already. And they just go with it.
1: And before we get too too big into this, let's not forget that that is literally exactly what just happened with It. So um, they executed poorly on Flatliners, it sounds like. Um, But obviously somebody else had the exact same idea with It, and they did a phenomenal job. So... um, to me, there's no difference between the two.
2: No, I agree with you, but like, is, is Flatliners a uh,
0: does it it's, like not a, it's not
1: a Stephen King book, but yeah, I think exactly, it's, an, I think it's like, a concept that still has enough um, cash, you know, kind of uh, interest. You're right; it doesn't have the book or cult, cult following that like Stephen the, King. Yeah, generally the, the, the
0: name but. recognition was my whole thing. Is that like Stephen King has like that built-in recognition, whereas I, like Flatliners, like David but, said, but like not only that, said, but like, like
2: everybody knew about it. Everybody always talked about it. Like, even prior to it, like, you were, if there was any fear of clowns, well, I mean, your your two big movies with with clowns were, what, It and uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space? And what does everybody remember? Like, the It was the big one that always came out of the Killer Clown. So, that's, I think it had a little bit more name recognition than Flatliners. I didn't even know Flatliners was a movie, to be honest. Did y'all?
0: Yeah, was it a made-for-TV movie? I remember like it came out. No, like, it was
1: a. I mean, it, it it. I mean, it had Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, uh, William Baldwin, Oliver Platt, Kevin Bacon. I mean, th- those are pretty pretty good names uh, in the '90s. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it was a, and box office wise, it it more it, you know it more than made its its money. So it wasn't uh, a phenomenal uh, cash cow or anything, but it it certainly didn't flop.
0: Yeah, fuck you pay me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's so all that's what they're all about. They just want to get paid. Everybody wants to get paid at the end of the day. So that's it. People that's that are it. gonna go see it though.
2: Well, let's hopefully they can get paid on that one. <laughs> Six point seven million ain't uh ain't much you get paid back on that one. So Matt, they got a good ironclad ironclad uh contract on these.
0: In case Man. you didn't get that reference, Matt, is uh good FYI. Play back for me. Oh, he's he's like, I don't care what's going on. He's like if I if I walk in somewhere, fuck you, pay me. It's like yeah. you got got oh. kids, got got a mortgage, fuck you, pay me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, anyway. so I was Great.
1: I was I was reading uh the Flatliners Wikipedia page to make sure <laughs> that uh it was not a book in case it also happened to be a uh, Stephen King book. So it was <laughs> not. You never know. You never know. Yeah, this no, is true, you never be. know
0: it's gonna <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Like, he wrote like, he wrote
1: the Green Mile and uh, Shawshank Redemption. That, that a lot of people forget.
2: So
0: he's had Dude, so I, many. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a millionaire like hand over fist at this point.
2: Well, I mean, the fact that he's got he's such a wide range of stuff. I mean, the, the I mean, did you ever last? see
0: Maximum think, Overdrive? Emilio Estevez. I mean, come on, right? Come years on. ago, years come ago. On. But so
2: the funny thing <laughs> is, is that it. You know, he just had it come out. Right, it was hit like a huge hit. What was his movie that just came out prior to this that was that had poor, poor? That would be the Dark Tower, Dave. Exactly. <laughs> so it's it's hit or miss even within his like in his repertoire. So I mean, like Carrie, I don't even remember how well that did years ago when they they did the remake of that.
0: Um, well, no, I mean the the original Carrie is iconic, but I mean the remake I think pretty much shit the bed.
2: Yeah. So it's it's God, I don't I don't even know anymore. I'm totally, I don't I don't get it. I'm just I'm.
0: Yeah, but the Stephen King has it's had so, so hit many, or miss. You're saying like you can count no, 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 either, no, no, no. I'm just saying it can It goes. It goes. It goes either.
2: No, no, no. I'm just saying it goes either way with his his stuff. Like you have The Shining. The Shining. Phenomenal. Exactly. He hates. He hates how The Shining was filmed. Yeah. He hated how Kubrick actually did it. So it's like it, it's, so
1: much that there's another Shining movie.
2: No. Oh, the second one.
1: Was it that? Was that a sequel? I thought that was literally yeah, just like it was a, when
2: the kid was older. And, oh, I didn't wait, that. I, was I don't a think i yes. I don't think I ever yes. knew that. I read up on this one time years ago. I remember this because I was like, "Wait, there's a second one," and had the exact same thing. And it's about uh, the little boy uh, growing up, and he's an adult. So I forgot what ends up happening. He he like it's it focuses more on his powers. I think.
0: Like, uh, what's his, uh, like Pet Cemetery? Like, I'm looking at, I'm looking through all these now because it's just, uh, amazing that people, he must have had a contract with the studio at some point. I had no idea that apt, apt pupil did you guys ever see that movie? Oh, god,
1: yeah, I, years fr- ago. I never did, but, uh, you got a little, uh, Ian McComb, uh, action there, yeah,
2: yeah, the, and not uh, was he like the Brad Nazi, Renfrow, uh, he was like 90s a Nazi, Heartthrob, yeah, and, god
0: damn. So Brian Singer actually directed that movie. I oh, don't know.
2: Wow.
1: But yeah, so The Shining was another miniseries, um, and I don't believe it was a a sequel.
2: So I mean, maybe maybe I'm thinking of the book. There was a there was a secondary novel about it because it was definitely. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I thought there was a sequel to it because it talked about the it. I'll find it later. Uh, yeah. Stand so, by me is oh, Doctor forget, Sleep. That I was it. About so, that one. Yeah, Doctor Sleep.
1: That's right. Stand by me. Good, good call. But but back to the second. I just wanted to call out since you referenced him not liking The Shining. Yeah. Th- he literally wrote the teleplay for this miniseries, The Shining. Um, there, there's, there's no doubt about the fact he was not happy with the, the Jack Nicholson, portrayal, um, and uh, he he
2: wanted to take the it approach. So, just an FYI, the second, the sequel novel to The Shining is called Doctor Sleep. Um, it was a sequel written by King, uh, but it was actually published back in 2013. So, it was a fairly recent uh, book that he put out. So, interesting, indeed. Um, yeah, it's so both, plenty uh, of time for a movie, Danny. Yeah, you yeah. We've got a little time, so and I don't think, based on what I read about it, it does not seem like it's uh, worthy of a Shining two kind of thing so
0: his 61st published book the Doctor Jesus sleep christ he's he did something right anyway
2: yeah
1: well so while we're while we're there i want to throw out secret window with johnny depp
0: Oh, uh, that was not a bad movie that I was I wait that. that was john as well yeah that was one of his yeah, yeah.
2: no shit okay, i mean at this I
1: point see. just assume if you're seeing hey. a movie it was a book from apparently from uh, stephen king and <laughs> you, you're the odds are that you're Probably if 10%. I had to if
0: I had to give you like this Halloween if I had to give you homework to watch any Stephen King movies I'd say I'd say you have to watch Carrie you have to watch The Shining the children Shining of the...
2: do you want to get sued boy
1: <laughs> the children I of the love Kong. that episode Dave that was a phenomenal <laughs> episode of the centuries. I
2: love I love throwing that out and people just look at me like I'm I'm an idiot and they'll be like well I need to watch The Shining and I'm like it's called The Shining do you want to get sued boy and they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. And I'm like, come on, guys. This is like a classic Simpsons line. Yeah, But anyway.
0: But yeah, to to close that out, I'd say you got to watch uh, Shawshank and then the fifth one. I'll, I'll give you it because it's more current. So I thought, I thought it was one of the better ones, the new one, not the uh, miniseries. Shawshank would be my top in that
2: whole category. Just I love that movie. I don't know why. Just a good movie all around.
0: Nothing wrong with that. No,
2: not at all. All right. Well, let's 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 bring us back on topic. So, uh, I think that's all we got really for news in uh, in box office. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about American Made, Tom Cruise's uh, newest flick. I know uh, we did not have positive feelings about his uh, his film The Mummy. So, how's about this one? So, uh, Matthew, why don't you uh, start us off? How'd you? What was your your overall opinion on this one? Go go for it. So I, I was pretty
1: excited. I I. You know, aside from some of the more recent movies with uh, Jack Reacher, Never Back Down, and the Mummy, I, I'm always happy. I, you know, <laughs> that's a terrible way to, to follow that up. I, I'm pretty much never really disappointed with the you know, especially the most recent Tom Cruise uh, run for the past ten years. Um, so I pretty had pretty good hopes, uh, especially you know, kind of joining up with Doug uh, Lyman, uh, who he worked with on Live Die Repeat, or originally titled. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, so I, I was looking forward to this, and I, I kind of got a bit of a um, maybe Lord of War or Blow vibe from it. Um, the way it was kind of a real story, but about you know kind of the crime, uh, you know, somebody kind of making up their their fame and their or their their uh, place in the uh, kind of some sort of legal trade. And um, I was looking forward to it. I, I was not getting my hopes up too much just because we have seen a, you know similar formulas before, and his again his most two most recent films. Uh, were probably the the kind of the lowest on the uh, on his recent run for me. So uh, overall, I'd say it did it, uh, was a thoroughly entertaining movie and something I'd uh, uh, I'll definitely be watching again. Um, and uh, glad I got to catch it. What about uh, you, Sean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one of my one of the as much as I don't like Tom Cruise, the thing I like best about Tom Cruise is when he's charming, funny, witty. has a little bit of action in the movie and it it comes together and he kind of becomes likable on screen because as much as I don't like like I said as much as I don't like him off screen I think on screen he portrays someone who you know is likable so when he does that I think his movies are usually pretty successful Uh, obviously the Mission Impossible
1: series to your point Sean if, if, if you don't like him in real life and he can play a
2: likable character that means he's a damn good actor yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I I <laughs> less grossman. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> um but yeah, I I like this movie I I enjoyed thoroughly. I I mean, the idea I I like those movies that are based on, you know, whether it's based on 100% fact, loosely based on fact, um I historical to, fiction. Yeah, so I I tend to enjoy the to see like what people actually had to go through. Um and being that it was had the Louisiana connection, I had no, I had never heard of this guy. Did and being that I grew up in Louisiana, I thought I, I would have at least heard of some, this guy before. But it was, I mean, we were really young when he when he died. Yeah. So, oh, dropping the uh,
1: dropping the spoilers.
0: Oh yeah, sorry guys. No, if he you could read have a died of natural company. causes yeah uh i mean
2: it, it was i mean it's it's fairly natural how he dies right yeah exactly uh
0: but it, lead, it, lead it's, poisoning it's one of those things that he get <laughs> you know you don't really know about it but when you hear about it you kind of are like oh it's a cool story like you know it's really entertaining so uh but i enjoyed it yeah i mean i thought that the way it the way they set it up um you know with with the uh VHS setup versus the uh the live the the live action being the you know back in the 1970s and 80s and uh kind of taking us through the story of his life um yeah just all around really enjoyed it good good solid movie I'd say it's you know not not perfect not not average but you know slightly slightly above average not not too high not too low but uh what about you Dave what'd you think
2: so um, y'all both actually make real good points about how it was an enjoyable flick. Um, I, I will say, you know, I walked out going, okay, that was, you know, it was entertaining. I'm not gonna go tell everybody to go see it, uh, you know, go rush out and see it. It was enter- it was a, it was an enjoyable movie. I always enjoy a good little sort of spy thriller, if you want to call it that. Um, and, and like you said, it he does make it. Um, I, I enjoy him in these types of roles because he is very charming in those types of things where you. You're actually voting you're, – you're rooting for him even though you realize he's a freaking, you know, a drug runner and all kinds of stuff. So he's a terrible person in fact that he's lying to everybody, screwing everybody over to make the, the dollar bill. But, like, it, it's – he comes off so charming in these movies that you love him. You, you really – you're rooting for him in the end. Um, but the funny thing is for me in this one was that I thought – I'm going to be honest. It was a little long. Did y'all get that impression? Was it a little long for y'all? Uh, I I didn't I I didn't,
0: I, I was I didn't pretty catch much, it. yeah I was I mean I, th- I, I thought that they didn't drag it out like I mean a lot of times movies will drag out I didn't think that did it this did it all yeah I, I, I felt a little bit or... that I was
2: I, okay so I was so that's why I was like there were certain parts where I was just like okay let's get to how was this going to end and stuff like that I just couldn't I was kind of waiting at the end um, but the thing I did enjoy and I'm curious to go back and look into is how he was connected to the
0: oh um, well. Well, like to all the
2: the dr- well, no, all the drug runners and everything. So all the big the big uh, cartels and stuff like that. So they, they mentioned it in the previews. So it's not any spoiler. Uh, so I'm kind of curious to go see if uh, what was the the show on Netflix um, that they're, Narcos. they're doing Narcos. Narcos. I'm curious to see yeah. if he if that he kind of gets brought up in that thing because he was so heavily tied with all the the drug running and stuff like that with with those uh, with those cartels and stuff like that. So um, I, I'm I'm slightly intrigued to go watch Narcos for multiple reasons now. So. I, at, least, you know,
0: at least you know how, like Louisiana, had a little bit of a boom in the 1980s. I didn't know they were part of the. Seriously, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh,
2: I was a little impressed by that. And I will say we did have a negative stereotype with uh, with the JB character. So you know, we we're just saying for everybody, we are all not like that, and we apparently all do not. And you know what? The one thing that bothered me though, she worked at KFC, right?
0: Yeah, it's Popeyes. I was like, although this is the 1970s, together. so I 19, think it was it was yeah. Popeyes around by then. Yeah, it might not like not like as big as it is now though.
2: Yeah, but I'm I mean I did not even know we had.
0: Yeah, KFC is bigger like nationally.
2: That was one thing that bothered me in that one. Um, the the JB character man, he just did not give us a good uh, a good uh representation of the state. But we we good people. However, I am impressed that they showed that Sarah Wright. Uh, they allowed her to come from Louisiana, so we do produce them good apparently, according to. Uh, According to this movie, so and we can all agree that Sarah Wright. I mean, if, if you produce him as good
1: as Sarah Wright, I'm going to be moving to Louisiana uh, immediately. We got,
2: some, we got some beautiful women that come out of there, so you know, no one can argue that.
1: But you know, on the on the JB character, um, I didn't think it was a, a, a waste, but I, I did think that I, I was wondering if they had more plans for him, and I, his purpose was served fine. Um, It felt a little rushed, though I think, and I'm glad because, as you mentioned, he's not a character I wanted to see more of necessarily because they kind of established him as the uh, fuck up for for better, uh, for lack of a better uh, phrase. Yeah, and uh, he he played it to a T, and I I think that that guy uh, whose name uh, Caleb uh, uh, Landry Jones. I'm seeing it. uh, You know, he was in. we, we probably all saw him in X Men: First Class, and more recently yep. in Get Out. You know, he did a good job in both those. But he always kind of, kind of, he had, he had a way about him that he can kind of carry himself in those roles. Even yeah. in X Men: First Class, I feel like is Havoc, um, Banshee, excuse me, um, somehow kind of was able to not make you question whether or not you liked him. Um, obviously, in this, in this one, there was no question. But uh, some of the way. Pl- I wasn't 100% sure how vital he was um, to it. Obviously, the, there, there was a scene where it, it kind of came more apparent. But even to that point, I, I wasn't sure how critical it was to the story. I'm not sure if that was just me. Or maybe I just was as uncomfortable as I was supposed to be with him and stressed out with him existing that <laughs> he was supposed to be there to make me. And, and that was all it was. Yeah. So. Uh, on a similar token, I thought Jesse Plemons. I, I think Sean, you referenced him being in this. Yeah, I last, think he yeah. was. Little, I think he as an actor was a little underutilized in this. I agree. Uh, so I agree so with you. That, I agree that, with that the same is something thing.
2: I was disappointed with. Well, well, I, I thought there was going to gonna be a whole subplot with him for some reason, and, and so I think it never happened.
1: I think that's kind of where I also got that sense that him and JB were going to have more maybe tuffles or more kind of run-ins and just. Since Dave you also you already thought it was running a little long, they are probably a little concerned and maybe they kinda left those on the cutting room floor and only left what was necessary. Um I think it overall played out very well and the pace was, was good for me, but those are kind of the only things and that came to mind.
0: Yeah, I, I made that same point though, Matt. Like when I said I was like, Man, I'm surprised that he's listed as one of the villain characters, um given the fact that he's hardly in the movie. Yeah. Uh he but, may have
2: had he may have had like five lines in the entire film like yeah, yeah. like yeah
0: like, I, I, I the like he must have had a bigger role things. i don't know it just
2: yeah it was kind of bothersome that they 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 underutilized him definitely
0: no but i mean like it's the cast itself i thought was fine like i mean i like the uh I, I i didn't there's not a lot of like well-known names other than Domnall Gleason and uh Tom Cruise Woo-hoo. who yeah your boy Domhnall. <laughs> uh his uh, you know, like you know, how I'm a stickler for the accents. I didn't hate his his American accent, even though I feel like it's <laughs> uh, it, it, I feel like it's one of those. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was fine. Like it, it wasn't. It didn't jump out. If you can never like pinpoint something that annoys you about it, it's usually a good thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like other than those two, uh, I really like. It was interesting seeing the girl from uh, from uh, Glee, who I had, I haven't seen really her in much of anything um make an appearance um with a couple of references to a former a former Arkansas governor, which I thought was hilarious. Um <laughs> but yeah, like there 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 weren't a lot of like you know, memorable names. I mean the the one memorable face that we always we talked about earlier was uh Tom Cruise's wife in the movie played by the actress Sarah White who seems to have her face in every like T V show that for those for those
1: unfamiliar, she you, you're probably most well known as uh, Jerry Gergich's daughter, Melissa <laughs> Gergich, who dated <laughs> uh, uh, Chris. So yeah, and, you'll get it. Yeah, it's yeah. A, uh, it
0: she
2: she basically plays camp. she she is a great one or two episode like date of the one of your main characters in your show. She she comes in <laughs> for one or two episodes. She's like a she's like dating him for a couple episodes and then she's out. Like it's that is her go-to role a lot of times i've noticed
1: and i thought she did a good job here so i, I think it'd be I like okay her. to see her more yeah um and you know maybe maybe more more movies than just the the one-off dates so we'll see yeah she
0: she she, she is in uh a movie i've heard like we were talking about this earlier but 21 and over which if you haven't ever seen it's a uh great little comedy with um uh Miles Teller stars in it. I was just and, gonna uh, say, there's yeah. there's
1: one reason I haven't seen it, and yeah, you know, yeah and it, even it, really
0: quick, <laughs> it was it was funny. That was like my first taste of Miles Teller, but um, yeah, it's a she's definitely. I thought she did well, considering the fact that she's like uh, never really held her own in any sort of movie or TV show that I can remember. But, um, and, but and by by yeah. that, you you mean she's never had to, right? Yeah, I never had to. Okay. She's never been a star, yeah. like a starring role.
1: Yeah,
2: but you know, it's it's that that's a little disappointing. But hey, you know. Maybe one day, maybe this will prop her up because it seems um, like this one's doing pretty good. So maybe we'll see her in a little bit more as we we all enjoy seeing her on the film um, on the screen. Because let's be honest, she's very attractive and she she definitely added to it. I mean, it it's I don't know if it sold y'all, but like the the that little city they were living in, um, I'm I'm blanking on the Arkansas town. They definitely uh, ran that town, which was kind of a nice little lad. I thought that was in- kind of funny.
1: And I I think as you're bringing it up, I think they did a good job building up the kind of how they're setting up their their kind of money laundering and everything without showing us the same types of things that we've seen in so many other movies that kind of have this same kind of criminal enterprise being started. So I I thought they gave kind of a a unique or kind of quicker, high level view of how that was all set up. Um, no. For this, so I thought they did a good job. they basically the FBI agent comes in and sees, uh, you know, a, a high volume or high high number of banks um, raising a lot of eyebrows. So <laughs> I, I enjoyed that part, and I and again I think that helped with the pacing, um, and without being too repetitive of of movies where we've seen it happen before.
2: Well, I, I thought it was, and and to me that was kind of where. I thought the the a subplot was going to go with the, the Jesse Plemons character, just because he was going to be like he was going to have to do the thing where he walked to the house and was like, "Well, Barry, uh, kind of have to take you in. Uh, you you, you you done did something like that and like that awkward like I got to do it, man. I'm sorry, kind of thing. And that's kind of how I was expecting something to go down, and it never panned out. And it was just it was a letdown. I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little let down by that. I thought it would have been. I thought it would have been an interesting thing. So, it's just one of the one of the few things that bothered me. But
0: eh, whatever. Um, so it sounds like you you weren't that big of a fan of this movie. Then. It, I,
2: I'm I'm not gonna rush out and go see it again. I'm you know if it comes on TV, I'll watch it because I kind of like how they did the like you were mentioning kind of the VHS kind of feel for it. It was kind of his story how he was telling. He would kind of and I know we always talk about how much we hate um, the uh, the voiceover. But I thought it was appropriate for most of this movie, so I enjoy that that aspect of it. Kind of like cause it was a good little him s- telling his story, so you can kind of believe in the embellishments of the uh, of the film. If there was any any non belief that you might have, um, it, it was there. So
1: yeah, and and actually on the VHS real quick when they were first showing the um the kind of the just the the time stamp in the bottom the, corner the the time are you are you talking about during <laughs> the VHSs? or Are you talking about during the um the handwritten just, stuff, uh, oh handwritten. yeah,
0: i of the, the timestamp on the VHS. But what were you talking yeah. about? Uh, so
1: the uh, you know when they would say Columbia 82 oh, or, yeah, or whatever it was. At first they were they were jumping back and forth between like places and companies and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just being pedantic. I was like, come on, guys, don't don't just give us some consistent points of uh, give us the company or the city or the country or whatever, but keep it consistent. Um, which isn't really a problem, but then when you see it kind of tied down and written on the VHS tapes, as he's telling, as you learn that that's how he's telling the story, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's it he's ties probably back in, yeah, that, yeah. I'm like, all right, it never, it didn't detract. Or it wasn't a problem, anyways. But thinking about it is, I, I just think about the way some people at work label things and infuriated me. And so I, I was like, all right, that, that's perfectly fine. He was just doing a one-off thing. It wasn't some guy in the editing
2: room being a douchebag. <laughs> well, fair enough. Um. so uh, any uh last thoughts on, on this film any last little things you want to get in before we uh, close out for tonight
0: no I mean I think this is probably out of the last 10 movies that Tom Cruise has made it's probably one of my you know and this is this isn't really that big of a deal but I mean because he hasn't I don't think he's made a lot of good movies in the last few uh, attempts but like
1: Mission Impossible hater and live die repeat hater. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, live die repeat. Edge of tomorrow love. for
0: those who are unaware of what live die repeat is. Um, love it. But yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed. Obviously, uh I think Valkyrie is a good movie. Which, uh, if you guys haven't seen that, go check it out. Barely,
1: um, barely falls in the ten movies. By the way,
0: it barely. Yeah, but uh like the, uh, I'm looking at it right now. Like the mummy was was trash. I the Jack Reacher series I didn't see, so I I, I can't really hold too much, but I, Mission Impossible is fine. Like the last two Mission Impossibles were decent, but like Rock of Ages like uh Oblivion I didn't really like, but anyway, it's they're they're okay. But this this definitely was one of the top, you know, two for sure. So um what about you, Matt? I I enjoyed it. Um as I've said,
1: I think of all of those, Rock of Ages, I don't really count. I almost count that as more of a, an attempt at the uh, a Touchdown. longer stay of the cameo that was in uh, Tropic Thunder's Les Grossman. Obviously a different <laughs> character, but I didn't really count that as a Tom Cruise uh, movie, uh, more so than an ensemble picture that he was in. Um, but beyond that, you know, I don't think there's a movie in the past... My my goodness, going back to 2000 at least that I that I've seen with him in it that um, I have not been a fan of. So um, I'm a I'm a pretty much a diehard, except for as I said, the Jack Reacher never go back and the Mummy and and this is definitely something that um, I'd recommend to folks, whether or not you like Tom Cruise. Um, if you're a, if you're a fan of the Lord of the Wars of the World and the Blows of the World, I think uh, I think this is another good fun film to see uh, with some kind of a unique takes on some of the some of the story storytelling. Um, and I, I will, I, I think it was nice to see him paired up with Doug Lyman doing a, a different, different style picture. So I'd recommend it. And I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Likewise. What about you, Dave?
2: Um Well, like I said, um, I, I was entertained by this movie. I'm not going to send everybody out to go see it. Uh, if it comes on, you know, you know, on HBO or anything like that, that you happen to be subscribed to, when it comes out definitely sit down and watch it um I, it just it was a good popcorn flick but nothing i was i'm like excited to go rewatch or anything like that like i, I was thinking about this earlier i'm like i will probably forget most of this movie probably in the next couple days so um nothing nothing too special for me unfortunately I, I enjoyed it um just didn't just didn't hit all the buttons for me for some reason so um that's really all i got on that one so uh I guess that'll do us for American made for this evening. So I guess we'll swing right on into our potent picks for the evening. Uh, So Sean, why don't you start us off this week?
0: Well, I I guess I'll go ahead. Um, Being that I uh, was down in in New Orleans this week and I had a drink I hadn't had in a while and I'm going to recommend it because uh, I know there's a lot of hype all the time with uh, a lot of the uh, ginger beer and some Moscow mules. But I The old-fashioned, like the old sort of ginger beer drink to me is a dark and stormy with a little bit of ginger beer, some rum. It's great, uh, even though it's late summer, early fall here. um, Definitely a great beverage worth checking out. Having having a couple of those can uh, set your mood right. Um, And to go along with that in terms of a movie I'm going to recommend here, I was going to recommend 21 and Over, but I think I'm going to go ahead and recommend a different movie uh, given we were talking about Tom Cruise, but Magnolia, it's a it's a movie starring nice. it's got a large cast. But back in the, it is probably late '90s. Definitely worth checking out. It's a different. Uh, it's not like your typical Tom Cruise action movie. It's uh, got a large cast, you know, a lot of moving pieces scope it out give us uh feel free to shoot me a text or another text a, a tweet or a facebook post let us know if you do watch it and if you hate it or love it but uh yeah definitely worth checking out i think what about you matt and watch out for frogs um <laughs> yeah uh, i'm
1: actually glad you, i've been meaning to watch that one again because i i saw it when it you know came out not in theaters but shortly thereafter um it's probably a little uh probably didn't catch everything or fully follow it. i remember enjoying it loving john c Riley at the time so i was happy to see him again um and so i think i'm gonna have to you motivate me to check that out again
0: it's also um, got jason robards who was i feel like the 90s grandfather in every film so uh yeah I think, rest in peace I think jason robards and, I, I and shout right. out to julianne Moore, who I, we referenced earlier but anyway <laughs> yeah yeah
1: no it uh it's a hell of a cast and uh, I think it's a good
0: one to see. So, really yeah. good cast. A lot of yeah. a lot of familiar faces. Some are with uh, some of those who are still with us. Some of those who aren't. So, yeah. oh,
1: definitely,
0: agree, definitely
1: agree. Nice. Um, so, just sticking with the Tom Cruise theme they're going with. I've referenced uh, Doug Lyman a few times. I don't know. I know we've talked about this before, and I'm going to maybe even have recommended it before. But uh, just the fact that they are making a second one, I'm going to throw out uh, Edge of Tomorrow. I thought it was a fun. Fast-paced action movie, and, love that uh, super movie,
0: love it. What's that? Love that, love that movie. I love it. I don't. I, I was getting excited because I thought you said when you said they're making another one. I was like, is he going to reference Top Gun? Is he going to go with Top Gun? No, oh, God, no. <laughs> That's uh, actually
1: something I've been meaning to watch again too because I have not seen that since. I was oh, here. That, I think I. I You've seen a of Top Gun since you. I have friends God. that see that every year, and I, I just.
0: I mean, you. Were, did, I, I think I sent you guys a text when we went to a friend of ours's birthday party, and they had the big screen. They played Top Gun, and I was like, "This is awesome." Uh, it, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was definitely. It, it's. I think it's a good movie, but anyway, it's a great movie. And I mean, yeah. I see bits and pieces of it, but I have
1: not sat down and watched the whole thing through. Wow, in a long time.
0: So get get on nice. it. But anyway, yeah, you no could do that right after you watch Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, or or <laughs> just, live, die, repeat for you you're referencing uh, that
2: kills me that still kills me that they do that I just recently
1: learned that um, apparently the, the director did not want to call it Edge of Tomorrow he thought it was dumb um, and pretty meaningless in terms of getting people's attention to go see it because it doesn't mean anything and um, the original title they wanted to go with was Edge of Tomorrow I'm sorry Live, Die, Repeat and now that they're making a sequel it's going to be Live, Die, Repeat and Repeat and they're going to try to go back and rename this movie, which they've already tried rebranding it once it was released, um, to, you know, home, home video, uh, digitally or on Blu-ray. Um, so they're pretty much just trying to rename it. So I'm trying to train myself to refer to it, to the, the name they're, they're making us call it now. So we'll see, but good action flick. I thought the the effects looked really good. Um, and obviously, uh, uh good cast in, uh, Emily Blunt and, and Tom Cruise. So lots of fun there always a good one yeah uh in terms of drinking i uh got to go to wrigley field uh for the first time uh, a couple days ago and um catch well oh, congrats yeah thank you it was a, i didn't realize it was damn, your first time yeah damn damn fun time good and uh if you get a chance definitely definitely go do that and when you uh do um get a goose island uh green line it's a nice tasty beer and nice to see that they're supporting the chicago beers up there in their, in their, uh, in their ballpark. So check nice. that out. Cool. You don't have to be at the, you don't have to be at Wrigley to, uh, to drink it. Of course you can drink it anywhere, <laughs> but if you can.
2: Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. What about you, Dave? So, um, you know, trying to come up with a, a, a recommendation this week, I like to go through the cast and kind of see if I recognize them from other films. And, uh, I don't know if y'all noticed the, uh, uh, jesse plemons's uh, wife uh i think it's her name is lola kirky or something like that or kirk um look at I, she looked familiar kind of started looking through it and i realized i think i knew where i knew her from and i think i'm gonna recommend that movie and it was gone girl i don't know if y'all have seen this um it's a terrifying movie if you're a male um to watch it's a hell of a horror story it is it is it's frightening um i, I remember when i first saw the movie. It was uh, like a fourth date uh i was with some girl and she uh she brought it to me i abruptly ended it with her right after that because i was so uh panicky about women after that particular film that was lies. that was a, uh, lies <laughs> i did end it i did end things with her right after that but for other reasons but i used that as a nice little fun little thing because that was yeah. a scary freaking movie if you, if you hadn't that would have
1: been good justification anyway
2: fair enough I, you know it was just uh it, it's a terrifying movie as a male um most women love it, um, and you know, and it's kind of funny. It's an enjoyable movie, as much as as messed up it is. Um, it's very reminiscent of the, uh, oh god, what is the uh, what was it? Peterson, the, oh god, what was his name? Lacey Peterson. I don't know if yeah. y'all remember that that particular uh, uh, her her murder by her husband, and they were kind of basing. It seemed like they were basing uh, Ben Affleck's character off of Scott Peterson in terms that he was like this charming guy that just kind of did not seam all the way and then they swung it around and you know if you've seen the movie you know the ending but uh, if you haven't definitely go see it um it is a it's a great film um truly disturbing but uh in terms of alcohol you know matt you actually i was hoping you were you said you were at wrigley i was hoping you were actually going to recommend another beer um and sean (laughs) i think you introduced me to this one uh it's old old style style. oh man it's (laughs) It's so bad, it's good. I mean, that one that that beer takes about three or four of them to get into your system. You force them down, and after that, it's the only thing you're drinking because it is so bad, it's good. Um,
1: what what's this called again, Dave? Old style. I don't even think I saw that at Wrigley. It's, oh, it,
0: it's in the in the age of all the beer sponsorships, Matt. I think it's kind of got pushed by the wayside a little bit. Oh, okay, no. uh, but you can that still sucks. find it. I think they still sell it at like one stand kind of thing. At Wrigley, Man. but uh, gotcha.
2: well, like they, they, like his Wrigleyville was. That's where we basically drank it all. If I remember well, yeah, correctly. I mean, it's 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 it an, all I think the brewery
0: is out of, uh, I think it's out of Milwaukee originally, but yeah, yeah, it's a ton of like a like you know upper it, it, upper uh, Midwest.
2: It's a it's a really terrible beer, but it is it, it's. So the sad part is, is that that's what I, I I when I think of Wrigley, that's what the first beer that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, style. for
0: years that was that was the only beer that they served at Wrigley. So it's yeah. either old style or old style light. So yeah, they're both. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I've had one. Probably a couple I of know. years. They, yeah. there's a couple of places around here that sold, or around uh, when I lived in uh, Ohio that sold it. But it, oh, really? It's hard to come by.
2: I'd be curious to talk with Peter see if he might have. Uh,
0: yeah, we need had to bring that up style. next time. See if he likes some old style. Yeah.
2: Because it's it's a terrible beer, but it's uh it's it's enough of them you get, you, you kind of start to like it, so. But in terms of a good beer, I, I will recommend this. Um, I had a little I had a few of these this weekend, <laughs> sticking with the Oktoberfest theme. Um, I was at a location that's you know it's a very um, beer centric uh, bar, very German ness beer. But I actually hadn't had this in a while, and I kind of was in kind of intrigued by it, but uh, or not intrigued, but just wanting to have another flavor taste that it. it was uh, some Warsteiner uh, Oktoberfest. I'm assuming y'all have had that in the past. I mean, it's oh, basically yeah. D- that's your standard go-to at any Oktoberfest or any German beer garden or uh, beer house anywhere. Not to
0: uh, not to hype up Cincinnati too much again, but they actually brew all the in America. They brew it out of Cincinnati. War signed. No interesting, yeah. good to know. That's um,
2: good, you know, good beer to drink. I, I probably drank about three of them on a uh, Saturday night during a during a terrible, terrible A um, and M game and LSU game. So you know it was.
0: Yeah, let's, Very, let's just uh, bypass that. I don't we, we don't. We not need to talk more about those. They were. That
2: was. But we. Uh, we all proceeded to get really drunk on German beers on that uh, on Saturday night because it was just terrible. Terrible college football. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna say about <laughs> just, that.
0: Just kept yelling "pressed" all night.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna add that to this weekend now. As you say that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's really all I had this week. Uh, so the next film uh, we will be doing will be. Uh, I think, what did we say? Uh, Blade uh, Runner Runner 2049. 2049. So I think we're all going to catch up on, uh, I think Matt, you already watched uh, Blade Runner already. And uh, I think me and Sean need to catch it up on it. We'll talk with Peter, get him, make sure he sees it before before this weekend. The old one. The uh, original Harrison Ford one. Talk a little Ridley Scott, Harrison Ford. Now the question we have to ask, now Matt, which version did you watch? Uh, The Final Cut. So which one is that? I don't even know what that's the,
1: the. That's like the director's cut, not the one with the voiceover or the happy ending. So, not necessarily happy ending, but there's one where they actually just show them driving down like a coastal yeah. side or something. It's yeah. not that one either.
2: Okay, okay. I, I I to be honest with you, I don't even know which ones I've seen um, because they all kind of blur together. So Same. It's, so it's I mean I'm intrigued to see which one it is, but uh, but yeah that'll be uh that'll be next week's and uh, as always if you want to email us. It's a uh, potent pictures podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on Twitter and it's at potent Picks. it's uh, potent pictures excuse me and that's the same on Instagram we will start posting stuff on there I apologize for that. We have a Facebook page I think you can search potent pictures on uh, Facebook and that'll basically be linked to our uh, our Twitter our Twitter feed and whatnot and again we also have the website it's uh, potentpictures.wordpress.com. And there you can go back and uh, listen to any of our older uh, podcasts. Again, we only have the last 10 on iTunes. So go back and listen to a few of the oldies. And uh, then go to iTunes and uh, give us a little five-star rating. We would uh, appreciate it. You know, We're trying to kind of boost this up so we can get some more uh, listeners out there. So uh, we would appreciate it if you're listening. And uh, I think that'll do it for us tonight, boys. Uh, So thanks, everybody. Night.